it bothers me to know that we have so many parents who have to lay their children to rest with unanswered questions, with no conviction, no suspect, no lead. That bothers me. Take over, the break's over, nigga. God MC, me, J Hope. The takeover, this the hater makeover. If you got clicks with Slim, I suggest you stay sober. Takeover, yeah, the break's over. I'm the god of freestyle, bitch. I'm from the globe. And guess what? We are back after about three or four months. We took a little absence, but. We are back doing our podcast things. That's your boy Superstar P and Sweet Quiche. What the rest of it? Yes, Sweet Quiche, melting your mouth and not in your hand. There it is. There it is. How have y'all been? You know, uh, if you speak as of me, uh, lately we've have been concentrating on YouTube. So we got the YouTube channel Takeover TV E N T. Yes. So, yes. you know, we went from podcast to video, but people been complaining in the inbox what happened to the podcast. So, of course, we had to bring it back for you. Okay. I also see that Instagram has been booming. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram's been booming. We've been concentrating hard on that. Um, the Takeover TV Facebook page been booming too. We got over 25,000 on there. So, uh, keep sharing, keep subscribing, keep supporting. But y'all been in the inbox complaining there ain't no podcast. Where the podcast at? At first, everybody was like, where the videos at? We did video, now everybody wants the podcast. So so for myself and Sweet Keys, we got to do a little better job on doing the podcast. We got you guys, though. We got you guys. We We're got back. you. I mean, we just took, we took a calculated break. It ain't like we fell off or anything. We just concentrated harder on the visual. But we back with the podcast. Because I know uh, Slaughterhouse, like, uh, where's your podcast at? Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so. Uh, we're back. So what's been going on with Sweet Keisha? What's been going on with you? I have been focusing on my own business. I am the owner of 8 Consulting. And so what I do is assist other people with starting their businesses, such as LLCs, INCs, obtaining their tax ID paperwork, working on business accounts, lines of credit, uh-huh. um, assisting agencies who go through JCO or CARF with their accreditation process. So I've been kind of working on my own business. Okay, that's what's up. Ain't nothing wrong with being an entrepreneur, having your yes, own business. Yes, yes. I understand, I understand. Right? And that's one of the biggest things that a lot of people do not know the value of a black dollar. Right. The biggest misconception is that the blacks are a poor race. When in all actuality, blacks have the most cash on hand in any other race in the U.S. Facts. Caucasians, however, have the most assets on hand than any other race in the U.S. Facts. So we want to try to work on supporting our black businesses, not asking for discounts, handouts, mm-hmm. who can come to the door, or dropping names to make your relationship with them seem really important. We want to stretch our black dollars because we know how far it can go into our own communities. Thanks. So that's what I'm trying to get out there whether it's through PR or marketing or starting the business and letting them do the footwork, 
Um, I just want to educate people on black businesses. And no, I'm not one of those woke people. I'm one of those educated people who knows the importance of black dollars in our homes, in our communities, in our schools, in our pockets, and how it generates wealth for our families. All facts, all facts. Along with black businesses, don't forget to have good customer service. As well. Yes, that's a really big thing. <laughs> yeah. And word of mouth is really big. And right. I actually had someone tell me yesterday that the black dollar is not constant. People will remove their black dollars from your company anytime that their service isn't good, anytime that they didn't get what they wanted, but they would not remove their black dollars from white companies. If dealers gave that you something true. wrong or you didn't like how one person spoke to you, you will probably still return to dealers in the future versus a small black business. You will not. So Same. we want to try to work around that. Right. Um, I have some people working alongside of me that will assist companies with professional development and training. So whatever you need, um, you can find me on Facebook, Keisha Jiffy, K-E-S-H-I-A, Jiffy like cornbread. And um, send me a DM. I will be working on an A Consulting page, but definitely you can find me there or LLC at gmail.com. There it is. You made a good point, like, we take our dollars away because like, it's like McDonald's. How many times does McDonald's screw up your order? Yes. At least, what, I'd be nice to say twice a month. And Definitely. it's probably more than that, but you would keep going back no matter how I personally how bad. don't go to McDonald's anymore, although I love their fries. Right, right. But their customer service is it's horrible, especially when you compare it to places like Chick-fil-A. Oh, God. Chick-fil-A got the It can be 10.55, you pull up to McDonald's, and that server is like, go ahead. Yeah. You go to Chick-fil-A at 10.55, hi, my name is Tom. I'm having a great day at Chick-fil-A. It's sunshine. How can I take your order? I mean, they're very bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and they're open. And that's what I like. Right, right. Make me feel special. Right. So I want to come back. Yes, and their pay rate is a lot higher for them to still be considered uh, a fast food restaurant. And the owner of the one here in Shreveport actually told me that they are um, fine dining. They just sell fast food. I can believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe that just off the level of customer service they have, and I ain't never had a problem at Chick-fil-A. Yes. I don't yeah. have plenty of problems at McDonald's. Yeah. But anyway, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, but uh, I'm glad that you are doing what you're doing. That, that is a great business. And please take heed of that. And, um, and uh, hey, go check our services out. I know people need LLCs and Everybody's operating under the table, so go ahead and get yourself legit. Hit up Keish. Yes, thank you. Hit up Keish. In the process of hitting me up, you guys make sure that you partake in the early voting process here in Kettle Parish. Uh -huh. um, the official voting date is Saturday, December the 8th. The polls do not close until 6 p.m.? I think so. Don't quote me on it, though. Yes. Speaking of that... I think everybody's aware of who we have running. Oh, goodness. We have Adrian Perkins and Ollie yeah. Tyler. And Ollie Tyler. Miss Keish, sweet Keish. A big, I'm, I'm going to get on the limb, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. A big critic of Mayor Ollie Tyler. 
for various reasons. I know one of the biggest things on your list is the crime rate. Yes. That you are constantly on her about. So just kind of expand upon that and why you're so hard on her about the crime rate, even though it is bad. But, you know, just expand because you do You have Facebook posts that's out there. You are very <laughs> vocal about your opinion. So I'm giving you the platform to to go say ahead. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Go, go so go I'm going to say facts when it comes to the crime rate in Cattle Parish. It is horrible. Um, bad is an understatement, especially compared to surrounding parishes. Bossier, for example, back in late September, early October, Bossier was at their first homicide of the year. Cattle Parish hit their first homicide of the year January the 1st. Huh. Start the new year, huh? Started the new year off. One of the biggest issues I have with the crime rate is that people need to know the hierarchy and that many things start with leadership. Okay. And so what I mean by that is the mayor, Ali Tyler, is over the chief of police. The chief of police is over the Shreveport Police Department. Okay. And, of course, the Shreveport Police Department are our law enforcers for Caddo Parish. So when you have a number of crimes going unsolved, especially homicides, that's my biggest issue, um, then it comes to management and leadership. Why are these crimes going unsolved? Are your detectives not qualified? Do they not care enough? Is it the culture of Shreveport that makes you want to say, I'm not investigating, this is retaliation? What is your police chief doing in order to keep that rate down, especially when they're unsolved? How is the mayor holding him accountable? That is my biggest issue. Our last mayor, our crime rate was not that high. I have seen news stories where the mayor has said that she won't go out with local agencies because she can't play a part in that. That bothers me. It bothers me to know that we have so many parents who have to lay their children to rest with unanswered questions, with no conviction, no suspect, no lead. That bothers me. And so my biggest thing is let's be proactive rather than reactive. And those who are able to put the policies and procedures in place are who? The police chief and the mayor. They work hand-in-hand with reducing crime. So I took um, to a post on social media about being proactive uh, rather than reactive, and one of the main things that I pointed out was the lack of police staffing. So a lot of the crime in Kettle Parish, and this is based off statistics, happens between 10 a.m. and 5 a.m. I'm sorry, 10 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. Okay. Well, those are the times where the police officers are lowest staffed. Um, I know at approximately 4 a.m. and 5 a.m., they're actually switching shifts. So I've seen multiple posts on Facebook where business owners have had an occurrence happen, and they were unable to send a police officer out because they didn't have anyone due to switching shifts. So that transition could be fixed. You can't have 50 officers coming in at one time to bring in 200. It needs to be 
a good and swift transition where somebody else can still be able to answer that call for the citizens of Shreveport. Right. We cannot use, and let me let me make sure you're understanding me when I say we cannot use social media in a in a way to solve things. You can use social media to get ideas, to gather information on suspects, to find out who stole something, where drugs are being dealt, but it is not appropriate in my um, perspective to use social media as, oh yeah, they're just retaliating. Yeah, to die now. We're not even going to worry about that murder. Why? Because somebody else is next. It's retaliation. I don't feel like that's fair. It's not fair to families. It's not fair to people. If you are proactive and know that this murder may cause retaliation in my community, in my neighborhood, in my home, where is your duty to warn? Are they not allowed to abide by that? I know that mandated reporters are, and police officers are mandated reporters. You have a duty to warn people of the harm coming to them. A lot of the responses that I get is that Shreveport citizens will not cooperate with police. I will tell you why I believe that is true when they say that. People don't understand that there's a difference between a snitch and an informant. True. A snitch is someone who is providing information to get themselves out of trouble. Correct. An informant is someone who's providing information to help the person who is a victim. That's correct. I'm glad you clarified that because a lot of people do not know that. There is a very big difference between a snitch and an informant. Let's go back to the, um, the double homicide with the fire that happened about two and a half weeks ago. Okay. There was a couple who was found um, burned in a car, and the, um, the police department and Crime Stoppers were looking for... Um, they were looking for clues. Right. Well, when they gave the history of these people, the Caucasian woman being a business owner and the Caucasian man actually working for Barksdale Air Force Base, we knew immediately that they would get answers. Why? Because people respect the military. And if they tell you to find out what happened, they're you have no choice out. but to. They're going to find out. Right. And the military got their own investigative unit as well. They got their own unit on how things are going to work. Right. Let's go back to the young guy who um, was killed, the pizza delivery guy. A lot of people said no one saw nothing. For years in that same apartment complex, I know personally people have told me that management told them those cameras didn't work. But when Domino's offered a $7,500 reward... Amazing. I bet they started those working. Those cameras they? started working. The phones started ringing. So you had a total of $8,500 and $1,000 added from Crime Stoppers. And within 72 hours, you had suspects. Is it that we live in low socioeconomic areas and that people need this money so they're going to turn someone in? Or is it really out of fear? If I turn someone in that... I'm going to be retaliated against. Because that's what you see all the time. Especially, I, I know TV can be fictitious, but there is a lot of truth to that. People don't want to get involved because they feel like they don't want to testify and they want to get retaliated against. Or they want their name out there as a snitch. 
Agreed. I think that's all part of it. I definitely agree. But let's go back to being proactive rather than reactive. Okay. I got an example from a Facebook friend, and this is what he said. Back in the days, because a lot of people on their post said, the police can't control the crime. It's us. It's us. You're wrong. The police can be proactive rather than reactive. Here's my scenario. Mm-hmm. Back in grade school, when school was going out for Christmas break or summer break, the teachers knew, okay, these kids are going to be rowdy. There's going to be trouble. What did they do? They had multiple teachers posted up in the hallway to ensure that you didn't fight or you didn't start chaos on your last day of school. Right. They were proactive rather than reactive. If no one was on the hall, fights could have occurred, cursing, yelling, screaming, bullying, anything could have occurred, but they were proactive rather than reactive. Another example, police officers being proactive, DUI um, checkpoints. They do those checkpoints to be proactive rather than reactive in causing a crash or having someone actually get pulled over. There are measures that can be put in place, but they are not being enforced. And I feel like it's an injustice for the Shreveport community to have to deal with that. Well, I see what you're saying, and I totally agree. The only thing is, SPD is extremely understaffed like bad so they barely have enough officers to do what they need to do so to implement something new I'm sure they can figure it out it's just not as easy as like they need manpower they they at the end of the day they need manpower agreed it, I don't think it's so much about implementation, but actually enforcing the rules that are already there. Your job is to protect and serve. Protect, serve. Where's the protection? I mean, they backed up. But the amount of time where the most crime occurs, they are not staffed. And I think that that is an issue for me. If everybody's in their bed at 10 p.m. when all the crime is happening, then what are we to do? Is there an incentive for somebody to work overnight? Could be. Could be. Night shift versus day shift. All the crime happens at night. Maybe some incentive pay will help. Agreed. Just like the military, when you go to those hazardous places, you get hazardous duty pay to (laughs) compensate for the hazard. Right, right. And and just to know that Ollie Tyler did um, an interview with the local radio station basically stating that um, she kind of knew he wasn't the best fit for the job about a year in, but didn't say anything. Um, that was an issue. She said, I cannot fire him. He is protected, but I can ask him to step down. And I think to kind of know that they're uh, playing the cards here at the very end to help with an election, I, I think that's a poor excuse. One minute you're retiring, the next minute you're on um, medical leave, And, I mean, I think this is just to help you keep your job because all of the mayoral candidates 
stated on the uh, KSLA um, forum that they would have a new police chief. If she knew he wasn't good at his job at the moment that she figured it out, she should have done something. Not so much fire him, maybe bring someone in to help him. Because as I understand it, there's a police chief and then there's a position right under it. I'm not exactly sure what that position is called, but to fill that position because he's a police officer first so he's clearly good at his job already so to bring someone Maybe. in to fill him yeah. in but to bring someone in to resource officer and there were other decorated veterans of the Shreveport police office that applied for that job that had more years of service in the streets of Shreveport that were not chosen but someone who stood at a school all day with children but he got it though so there was a strong point somewhere, maybe on some paper that we don't know about. Agreed. But I think the position that's right under him should have been filled with someone that made up for where he lacked. Right. That So that they could have well, made a team. Who, that's who is um, the interim now, the assistant police chief. The so guy. then what was he doing this whole time when... You get what I'm saying? Like, I wish we could ask him. You know, I'm saying, like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a team effort. So I I, I'm your boss, and you're you're my subordinate. You're supposed to be helping me, but you just sitting back, and I get that he gets to be under the radar. Right. I get that he doesn't have to make the major decisions. But at some point, when your boss is messing up, like, hey, fam, look, boss, right. can I can I make a suggestion to you so we can, so we can, let me help you. I'm right. here to make you look good. Where, where is the help? And you have to remember, other agencies offered to help Kettle Parish, and Kettle Parish turned it down. Let me say this. I've said this on numerous occasions, and people can vouch. I felt as if Bossier Parish Police Department could have came and helped Shreveport Police Department. The reason I say this is because people respect Bossier PD. Their crime rate is extremely low compared to ours. You do not hear about them, but people respect them. You drive across the Texas Street Bridge and your blinker blink too fast. They pulling you over. That's How true. can the culture be so different in a matter of a bridge crossing? And we ain't talking about miles and cities apart. It's the money. Money. It's the money. Money. Bozier police officers are getting new cruisers. First of all, something that's way different that I learned about Shreveport and Bozier officers, Shreveport has an open circuit, so anybody can go listen to their calls, to their radio. You can't do that in Bozier. Bozier is not letting out business for anything. There was a, um, a standoff and a hostage situation, I think, down on Texas Street. Last week, yes, and that was a false alarm. K KSLA <laughs> said Bozier PD will basically we trying to report the story, but they're not going to tell us anything. So we all in the dark, but it's a lot of police over there. Right, right. And until everything was resolved, all officers was off were off the scene. That's when they said, "Okay, guys, nothing happened." Okay, well, can you tell us why y'all were called? It's not your business. Just know everything's fine. So it's two different cultures. Like, 
a few goes weeks back ago. To how is it a big difference? A body. I mean, Shreveport is they transparent with stuff. But in Bossier, it's just like, nah, you don't need to know. But first of all, what y'all gotta understand, like, it's a good, it's a blessing and a curse because yes. I live in Bossier. So if something's going on down the street from my house, I need to know what's going on. But for an officer to tell me that it's not my business when it is because my tax dollars are paying you, it's a problem. Like, fam, I need to, um, hello, me and my kid right here, like, Right. Y'all got bomb squad out here. Right. I need to know, like, do I need to leave? Can is it safe for me to stay? Like, can I'm not asking for names and specifics. I'm asking for a general. Is this for safe? my safety? But right. it's just like, nah, stay over there. Like, I. And in case it's two y'all know what this extra voice is, that's talking. <laughs> like ten minutes later, this is Desiree from the Social Goats. Hey, she's joining us this evening in this conversation. So if y'all want, like, who the hell is that? That is who that is. Just a little D Wesley action. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. So, with all that being said, do you think? And we might as well say the new mayor. Cause I don't see her getting reelected. And the no new mayor, way, Adrian Perkins. In no way, shape, or form, unless a total miracle falls out the sky and all the voters just disappear. <laughs> Do you know that, honestly, I read a post that a guy made, and people were questioning Adrian Perkins' Greek history, what church he grew up in, what neighborhood he lived in, if he still lived with his mom. <laughs> What does that have to do with him being a leader for our city? So you mean to tell me, if I grew up at Little Bethlehem on the lake, I couldn't be mayor because you at Praise Divine National in the hood. I, I just, I don't know. No. They, they weren't Caucasian. I feel they safe from, from the stuff you named off. us. When the, the stuff she named off, I said, no. What that, church did a, he grow up in? What are his Greek letters? That's, that's what I so knew. So he still lives at home with his mama and he wants to be mayor? Those are things that I read on social media that came from us as African Americans. They weren't worried about him being a great leader. They were worried about his specifics. And that is an issue for me. If you cannot see past the history and the livelihood of this man, I'm afraid to ask what you even stand for in life. They voted for Ali. They did. They 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 voted for Ali they because did. at this point you're asking the wrong questions. They you're did. A- asking all the wrong questions. How about you? You ain't got to vote for the man. That's fine. Vote against him. But you need to know that he he has a high possibility of being your leader. So you now now your questions need to change. Not where you grew up, but. What what's your education looking like? What what are your beliefs? Because we we might have to ride on this train with you for a little while. Right. I want to see vision and goals. And I know he has announced his vision. He has announced his goals. And I think we need the right people of leadership to assist him. This government of Shreveport should work like a well-oiled engine. And the reason it's not is because everyone is not aboard. Everyone does not have the same vision and goals in mind. There has not been a increase in businesses. I mean, we invested into an aquarium who's filing bankruptcy, who's being sued. 
We're trying to invest into a sports arena. And this is not a sports town. No, it's not. Then, I mean, you fixed half of Lindenwood and not the other half, and you feel like your damn car is going to fall apart every time you hit a pothole. We have issues here. And I don't feel as if they were addressed based off the goals and vision that you sold to us when you ran four years ago. So what, what did she do? Anything? Anything I know she knowing? fixed a couple of streets in the Cooper Road neighborhood. Didn't the interstate get finished? The 49? Um, um, what's called? Remember, that's the Department of uh, Transportation. That ain't her. Yeah. Oh, I, look, <laughs> I don't know. I, as mayor, I thought she would have had to, you know, like maybe sign off on it or something. Yeah. I'll say she had minimal. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, when you're trying to give somebody points, one way or another, that might count for a half of one. <laughs> you know, I mean, she <laughs> may just have a, bit. a half of a point. I just don't agree that right now that she has clear vision enough to run this city the way it should be ran. Do not sit behind your bulletproof office with your feet kicked up all day. And we have issues to address as a city. Huge ones. But she'll come out for, like, little stuff. That that kind of made, like, I, like I said, I live in Bossier. But just from the outside looking in, some of the stuff is just beyond me. Out here in um, the Red River District, sometimes we get, like, real... Dirty stuff wouldn't be getting done. We had to write a letter to the mayor. Wow. To, and one to thing get them I'm to clean up. In is that she did not do everything in her power to keep Rodney Demery aboard Cattle uh, Parish um, District Attorney's Office. And what I mean by that is this man has not had any unsolved homicides has a world-renowned TV show, Murder Chose Me, and he decided to leave Cattle Parish because people were not taking the crime seriously. So we lost a... Someone that was solving all the crimes. We lost a gem. And he's just out living his best life on retirement. I mean, maybe Adrian can woo him back in. I don't know. Once you get a taste of that retirement life, yeah. trust me. But he going to get bored. Trust me on it. He going to get bored. You, you think so? Yeah. Do you ever see me bored? You're not completely retired. But still. But I once know. you get that life, and you ain't got to worry about reporting to work and going through all that hassle. And but I know, I know a lot to... of people that retire, and they'll be maybe up to a year. And like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give me a part-time job. Just part-time. But that job ain't Sometimes no it's not job. by choice. Sometimes people, and this goes back to our black dollars, are not prepared for retirement. You can retire and take your $10,000 lump sum and be broke before you know it. Where is your IRA? A lot of these companies are not offering 401ks, and the ones that are are matching you more than 30%. We need to get these IRA accounts 
Find me again at A Consulting, Keisha Jiffy on Facebook, and I will assist you with opening an IRA so that you yourself can have an individualized retirement account for you and your loved ones. We live too much in the now and not preparing for the yeah, future. Yeah, all the GoFundMes and the plate sales and the fish fries and the T-shirts. It's not creating wealth, and I'm not against it, but let me say this. When it comes to Caucasian families, if Mary Jane had four kids, Mary Jane had a policy, Billy, Bob, Joe, and Beth each had a policy on Mary Jane and themselves. Mm-hmm. That's at least a half a million dollars right there. Mm-hmm. So when one of them passes away, everyone reaps a benefit from it. Not in the black families. I actually had someone tell me, girl, well, I ain't even know if, if she had a policy on herself. I ain't know I could get a policy on her, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's an issue. A lot of the times, generational wealth is developed from death, unfortunately. Your death is worth thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. But half the time, we still trying to rob Peter to pay Paul to pay out. The, these funeral homes got payment plans. Funerals are expensive. Trust me, I used to do cash in But $6,000 out of a $100,000 policy ain't no money. $6,000 out of a $25,000 policy, that's not any money. The lowest policy you can get is about $25,000. Unless you were back in the 90s and they were selling them for cash for three dollars or $4,000. We have got to do better with our black dollars. Black people sometimes way too often worry about the wrong things. Well, look like, what's, what's glamorized. The wrong things. Clothing. Jewelry. Makeup. Cars. Not really makeup. That's temporary. Hey, matter of fact, y'all come get y'all makeup done by D. Wesley. Hey. Plug yourself in. <laughs> the Genesis Vanity on Facebook. Look me up. Another business, another black business. Yes. Two of them. I know, toast. Yeah, we drinking some wine. This is our <laughs> welcome back party. Yes, yes, yes. Since y'all complaining so much, baby, there ain't no damn podcast. Y'all done dropped off. We right there <laughs> on YouTube. You just wasn't looking. They wasn't trying to look, they was trying to listen. I mean, I get it. I get it. We're here for you, though. Always, always. So, we know we're about to come into 2019. What, you know, between you ladies, what are y'all biggest goals going into Rocking the new the year? Rocking the clock. Oh, jeez. Hey, a that's damn, what I'm doing first. A damn party. See, we just got to talk <laughs> about parties and goals. I was just about to mention that he was doing that Rock the Clock But party. my priorities are all my bills going to be paid. It is. <laughs> they, they paid now. They're going to be paid then. Okay. Then I'm going to go rock the clock. Then I'm going to get back to paying the rest of my bills. <laughs> <laughs> I think that my biggest goal for 2019 is um, to at least open two more businesses to increase my residual income. I know, of course, I was accepted into medical school and I did a deferment. I'm actually looking into some other things. Not that I would not want to be a doctor, but I may be more suitable as another type of doctor. Hmm. Um, but I'm going to pray on that because I know that what God has for me is for me. And my favorite scripture, Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans I have for you. 
plans for hope in the future, plans not to harm you, I think that I'm going to be okay. Of course you're going to be okay. Yes. Yes, of course you're going to be okay. And you come to my makeup when I cry. Of course. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll apply it in such a way you can cry and it's not going anywhere. It's going to stay. Well, my goal is, since Sweet Keish going to have all these businesses, take over TV, could get some sponsoring. Yes, I am <laughs> down some, for that. Get some sponsoring dollars from her business and Dad's makeup business. and All the businesses. Yeah, some sponsorship. Yes, well, make sure you come and support this black business by Dad's at Bomb Times Coffee House. Please. Come and get some coffee that will soothe your soul. Yeah, y'all give up Starbucks for a day or two. Yeah, come on down. I mean, Enjoy I'm, the Red River District. We are located right across from Proud Mary 360 Grill. It's a great atmosphere. You can get some work done here. I get my work done here. Yes. Lots my blog in here. Right next door to our Tipsy, another black-owned business. Another black-owned yep. business. Come paint and trap, trap and paint. And drink. and paint, Zydeco and paint. And drink. And drink. Oh, y'all have some really good mixed drinks over there. Yes. And there are some trap and paint videos of Sweet Keisha and them. Oh, God. Doing different kinds of dances. Everybody business out there. It's it's public record, (laughs) as she says. (laughs) (laughs) It is public record. If you go on the Takeover TV page and probably scroll down. Way down. Look, but see, we wasn't even talking about that. We wasn't talking about specifics on who was doing what. <laughs> we was just inviting the people I'm out. To sell the event. I'm naming all these black businesses. We got downtown. And don't forget, Texas Street is full of black businesses. If yes. you're looking for a party to join, you have Hayes, Inferno, Style Bar, and Royalty. And I heard there's some new things coming in, too. But we can't speak on those just yes, yet. Yes, but you know, I got my hand in a couple of things. Hey, you better have your damn security type. I ain't coming. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I'll be damned. I'm not going anywhere till these 85 guns, guns get, get confiscated. I don't actually believe that. Let me tell you why. You have a pawn shop with 85 guns, and at no point in time are there cameras running, but... They're mysteriously gone, and I think it was an no inside job. Anything. I agree, an inside job, or they were actually never really there, or this is one of the biggest insurance scams I have ever seen. That's a lot of guns. That's a lot of hard. Yeah, guns. that's what I'm saying. But like, let's take that's it back. a lot of guns. Since those 85 guns were stolen, there's only been one shooting. Someone got shot in the leg. Hmm. They they haven't sold them yet. They these people bought bought Christmas That's the gifts. That's black market. They bought Christmas well, they gifts. They could have had a Black Friday sale on them. They ain't ready. Hell, yet. I need me one or two. Mm-mm. Not yet. No mercy. Anyway, I don't want to make this um, opening podcast again too long. So sweet, Keish. What we gonna do? We about to wrap it on up. Any parting word? No, I just want to say thank you, everyone, for listening. Again, find me on Facebook, K-E-S-H-I-A, Jiffy Like Cornbread, and I will be there. A Consulting, you can email me at aconsultingllc at gmail.com. And again, if you message any of the takeover page, it will definitely get to me. And there it is. We out of here.